are now entering the fifth dimension. Hello, fellow weirdos, and welcome back to another installment of the Fifth Dimension Podcast. My name is Juan, and over there is a person who does not need introductions from me, but I'll do it anyways. My brother. Uh, this dude, this dude. You're too kind, man. You're too kind, bro. Thank you for the <laughs> intro. And hello to all you fucking weirdos out there. Uh, I really do hope that you guys are doing well. Yes, we hope that all of our listeners are doing well, and we thank you for your continued support, for listening, yeah. downloading the episode, and just like having fun with us. Really, we truly appreciate it. Yeah, it means a lot. Like Juan said, thank you for all. Thank you all for listening. Uh, most importantly, thank you for interacting uh, with the podcast and Instagram. I mean, it, it, it helps out, right? It helps us out uh, a ton, and we appreciate it. And um, absolutely. And, and what I've, from what I've seen, it appears that my snacks were chosen over Juan's. <sighs> How about that, huh? How about that, bro? You okay? You want me to give you percentages? You want to give? You want me to give you percentages of what happened? Because right number, now, my eyes numbers, cannot roll number, back man. further in my head than they are right now, uh, and. Uh, it's just uh, these these numbers, you know. These numbers uh, really tears. kind of speak for themselves. Salty tears. Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Tears. Whatever. <laughs> but go ahead. Hit me with some numbers, man. Even though I'm right. with math. Uh, let's let's look at this. Let's look at this. All right. All right. So we we did a a follow up right of get rid of one, uh, in the middle of the episode, and we throw, threw it out to the audience to see uh what they would get rid of. Uh, so we did a soda version, which was mm -hmm. Coke, Dr. Pepper, Root Beer, Crush, and Sprite. Uh, I think I put my wager that Coke would... No. Was it Coke? I think I put wager on Coke. Uh, I thought we said uh, Root Beer was going to get kicked out. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, so yes, 75% of the audience agreed with us uh, that we said Root Beer would be the one to go. Now, here's the more controversial one. The next one yep. was... Get rid of one of these chips. To me, to me, the 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 most obvious answer was the barbecue twists from Fritos. Mm. And what did you say, Luis? Uh, we had Doritos. We had the Doritos spicy nacho. We had the barbecue flavor twists. We had the Cheetos jalapeno uh, cheddar, and then the hot and spicy uh, pork rinds. See, I then... picked. I picked your jalapeno cheddar cheese. Uh, Cheetos to be kicked out because that's just whack. Uh, well, the, the taste is weird. <laughs> the the vote is that's how it broke down. Fifty percent of our audience voted for jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. Uh, I, I'm really you. I'm really starting to shake my head here. Uh, look, looking you. at the audience about uh, their their taste preferences here. Oh oh but shit oh shit is that you coming after the audience now? <laughs> you don't trust them? Who knew in the last three episodes that I would do that? No, but then and then we had the spicy pork rinds. Somebody voted spicy pork rinds to be on the list. I guaranteed that there would be virtually nobody voting for that one. There's always some people, man. Uh, I know you had faith that nobody was going to vote on that because it's just damn good. But you know, there's always one weirdo out there. And I hey, but but your hey hey your barbecue Fritos did not get away scot free. Twenty five percent of the audience also voted for the barbecue flavored twists. Damn. Damn. Well, oh. yours was at least they picked yours as the unfavorable <laughs> one. 
<laughs> All right. The last one we did, we did a yeah. candy bar version of this and oh, yeah. we, we decided that we were going to put up Snickers, Caramello, peanut butter, M&Ms, Reese's peanut butter cups, and Hershey's milk chocolate. Um, overwhelmingly 50% of the audience said, get rid of Caramello, which I am shocked and floored. Once and I'm again. looking at you, all of you with a little Once bit of again. a disdain look. I told you, bro. <laughs> I fucking told you. Wow. We did get a vote for Hershey's uh, milk chocolate bar, uh, a vote for peanut butter M&M's, and a vote for Snickers. So uh, it, it broke down. But 50% of the audience said, no, nah, we can go ahead and get rid of Caramel, which, which, again, boggles my mind. I told you, dude. I fucking told you. Wow. Well... Uh, I know where the audience stands. At least the the only safe option here was the Reese's peanut butter cups. Nobody voted for that one. Yeah, I'd be surprised if there was one person. You know, I I don't know if there's anyone out there in the. Well, I'm sure they're like peanut butter allergies and shit. But uh, those who suffer from peanut butter allergies, I'm sure you don't like fucking Reese's. But almost everyone likes Reese's peanut butter cups. So. Yeah, I think I think everybody does. But I do call bullshit on all of this because I think the audience. Is Look lacking at being flavor. Salty, Look, Look at the audience having underdeveloped taste buds. Sorry, y'all. I wow, dis- wholeheartedly disagree, dude. but you all have hey, very underdeveloped you guys, you guys taste suck. buds. Your opinions don't matter. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. That is that is not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that they're they're the, the taste buds here. I can't really rely on the audience because it feels like uh, I'm throwing out the good stuff, and y'all are attacking the good ones. Everybody fucking chime in on fucking Juan's Instagram. It's what is it, Juan? At Tell Professor him. Rivas. Come at me, please. Get him. Get him. <laughs> or leave a comment on our uh, our our Instagram page over at the Fifth Dimension. I don't mind. Uh, I'm just I'm surprised that we got rid of so many good snacks. And um, yeah, I, it just surprised me. Uh, the audience definitely voted didn't they they voted in a way that i could not predict how comes i could predict it because you're a hater ah yes look at you trying to be salty man look at you bro (laughs) this is not a good look for you oh ouch stay mad ouch stay mad all right all right all right stay mad bro so how about this obviously the the audience turned and they decided to go with the snacks that you are that you propose that there are those are safe. How about we go for another another round of head to head? Yeah, another challenge? Like what? Another one has to go? And so no, no, that's not what I'm thinking. Uh, again, I can't tr- I can't trust the audience for uh, for this for what I'm thinking about. Um, but I think we need to do another one v one for me to kind of redeem myself here. Oh, okay, okay, uh, another one v one. So. Right now, yeah, our, our record is one and one. We each have a victory. Uh, remember, uh, back in season one, you picked uh, Leonardo over Nightwing, which again, yeah, uh, and my win, my win this season was Link over your pick, Chrono. Yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely got to redeem myself. So let's do another one. We won. Okay. So you're trying to get? Are you trying to redeem yourself by getting a W? Huh? I'm trying. I'm trying okay, to get a win I like here. This challenge. I'm down. I like this challenge. All right, well, fuck. Let's set the parameters, man. Uh, let's pick fighters that are good at close quarter combat. All right. Fighters that are rooted in martial arts, and fighters that got hands on them, bro. Okay. Okay. 
Who's your pick? I'm, I'm going to go with Marvel's Captain America, bro. Ooh, and you went after a Marvel ras- roster that I was hoping to go for. All right. Gotcha Marvel, got Cap. Okay. You got Cap. I got Cap. All right. Uh, very formidable pick. But I'm going to go with someone that I think can beat him. Like who, man? Fucking Cap is a beast. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that he's not. Uh, I think he's a very strong fighter. Uh, but my pick is going to be someone that's very disciplined. Uh, someone that can definitely handle a brawl. I'm going with uh, Ryu from Street Fighter. Ryu from Street Fighter. That's your pick? Yeah, that's my pick. Shit, I don't know about that, man. I think this is going to be like a, a quick fucking beat down from Cap. Mm, well, uh, bring it on. Okay, let's set the parameters like we said. Bring it. Captain America is no stranger to training. If anything, he lives and breathes for combat training to improve his skills and abilities. As a leader of the Avengers, he feels obligated to train. He owes it to his team to be battle ready. After training his way for many years, he realizes that he needs to challenge himself. Cap decides to pay a visit to his friends at the X-Mansion. Cap is greeted by none other than Charles Xavier, who playfully inquires to Cap's visit. Cap responds saying that he wants to train with Professor X's famously hazardous danger room. Professor X probes more into Cap's request by asking what kind of training he was looking for. Would you like me to put you up against some Sentinels, Steve? Asked the professor. They can be quite formidable. Cap shakes his head. No, I want a real challenge, Professor. I hear your danger room can simulate fighters from everywhere and that the person who I want to fight is a man I heard about during a tournament I once partook in. His name is Ryu. The professor looks at Cap with a perplexed look on his face. Why this man, Steve? He asks. It's rumored that he's one of the strongest fighters in the world. And like I said, I want a challenge, Cap responds. The the professor escorts Cap inside the danger room and takes his place in the control room as he researches Ryu's history and stats and inputs the information to the simulation. Are you ready, Steve? You bet. Let's do this, Cap answers. The room's lights slowly dim until Cap is left in total darkness. I've been through worse, Professor. Cap chuckles lightly. You'll have to do better than turning off the lights. At the end of uttering lights, Cap immediately feels a blunt and callous object strike him on the head, and that same object strikes him on the torso. Cap throws a series of punches and slashes with his shield, but doesn't hit anything but air. He spins around and throws his shield, hoping that the shield would hit something, and if it doesn't, it would at least ricochet and create an obstacle for the unseen attacker. The shield misses. Ryu dodges Cap's shield as it ricochets around him, where after a few seconds it falls harmlessly to the floor. Ryu sidesteps to his left, but Cap is able to hear his footsteps and lies in wait for the incoming attack. The moment he hears Ryu close in on him, Cap strikes with a blindingly stiff jab. The jab makes contact on Ryu's left shoulder, which causes him to stumble backwards. Now's my chance, Cap thinks, as he charges towards the already backpedaling Ryu. Cap advances with a lead left hook, which grazes Ryu's forehead. Cap then follows up with a right hook, but misses as Ryu squats down for a foot sweep. Cap falls on his back, but brings himself forward to land a reaching overhand right. The crunching blow connects, 
and sends Ryu backwards once more. Cap leads his next attack with a flying knee and strikes the already reeling Ryu on the head. Ryu falls and doesn't get up. Well done, Steve, the professor says. I need to take him down, but you did say you wanted a challenge. Someone is here to see you. The lights slowly dim on, and right, right before Cap is a man in a karateka gi. It's Ryu. I heard you were looking for me, Ryu says, unfolding his arms from his chest. You want to train? Come on, give me your best shot. So very quickly, we're going to give you a power breakdown uh, like we usually do on these 1v1s. Disclaimer, this is our power rating that Luis and I came up with. Uh, we are just using whatever canon, whatever already exists in media out there. Uh, we are adapting our own version of this. So know that we are coming into this with our own power ratings. So you may, again, see media. Uh, of course, there's obviously the famous Marvel versus Capcom series. So you can go head to head on that and simulate your own fight. But for again, for the purposes of our 1v1s, we've created our own power uh, power dynamic, power structure that uh, will kind of give you a, a, a good idea of where we think the fight will go. Dude, dude, I can already hear the nerd saying, "No one with such with these play with these characters, there's no, there's no way these things would happen." Yeah, yeah, but again, this is our power ratings. We're saying what we think might happen in this scenario. Again, other events have probably been covered in the comics, or if you follow the Marvel versus Capcom series. That's probably already out there, but for our purposes, we're using our ratings. Yeah. So let's start with strength. So my character, I, I gave him a two. I think uh, Ryu functions at a high peak human performance. He is uh, constantly training. There's no days off for this guy. So strength, two. Strength, two. I, are you putting Ryu in... Uh... And it's like base state, or is he dark at all? Uh, I think you can for his. Uh, if you go dark at then yes, that I, I would even argue the strength being a two point five because it goes almost supernatural. You know. Okay. It's like a. It's like going super saiyan or the equivalent of going super saiyan for Ryu, but not not at that high level. So would you say even at dark at state would a two be would a two be high enough? Yes, I think so. It it just it, it enhances his already peak performance. Okay. Well, I'm gonna give Cap uh, strength of two. Does that sound good to you? Yeah, a superhuman. Uh, I can I can agree to that. All right. Cool. Moving on to intelligence. What do you give Ryu? So Ryu is very much focused in the fight. He's not thinking strategically of what needs to happen next. He's 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 a He's a brawler, right? He's looking for the for the opening of the other fighter. He's looking of where he can land his blow. Sounds intelligent he, to me. He's a pretty smart guy. But again, he's in the moment of as a fighter. He's not like a tactician like Cap. So I'm going to give one for Ryu. Okay. Well, I'm going to give Cap a 1.5 intelligence, mainly just because, like you said, he's a, a, a very good tactician. And he probably has that edge over Ryu. No, oh, yeah, I agree with that. That's that's a good rating. Okay. Next one. We got speed. Speed of two for Ryu. I think, again, being peak human performance, he is pretty quick. He knows how to roll uh, out of a situation. 
um, especially when that kind of knocks him or makes him backpedal. He's able to, to um, you know, uh, I, I would even say the blocking parts uh, where he's pretty quick to recognize where a blow might land. All right. Well, I'm going to give Cap uh, a speed of two. Uh, again, so he's, right. I know he functions higher than regular human, right? So he's like kind of just enhanced human, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it'd be safe to give him a two. I think so. All right. Moving on. What do we got? So for agility, I had to debate this one for a little bit because Ryu uh, is pretty agile. But if I remember the video games correctly, he's kind of a stocky character. He, uh, When you move him side to side, forward, uh, even a jump, he's not as agile as uh, like uh, Vega or Chun-Li. He's, he's very stocky. He, you could feel the jump that Ryu does. I don't know if that makes sense. Makes sense. I think so. Yeah. And then uh, think... his hurricane. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, that was, I was just going to say, I think we all know what you're talking about. And his hurricane kicks. Again, uh, agility, I'm going to I'm gonna classify it at two here. Uh, when it comes to the rising dragon punch or even his hurricane kicks, those are pretty quick. He can execute those very, very quickly with agility. Uh, but when it comes to, like, uh, jumping high like Vega or or doing anything remote like uh, Chun-Li, uh, I'm going to have to put him at a two just for agility. Yeah, I have cap at uh, two for agility as well. Um, again, he's functioning at a higher rate than most uh, normal people. And uh, he's not at a god tier level. So I no. think putting him at number two is uh, is a safe bet. Okay. Uh, weaponry. Ryu is only going in with his fists and his feet. So zero. Zero. Okay. Um, so I considered both uh, uh, a cap with armor and shield, right? Some light armor and shield. Yeah. And he's at a 1.5 with his uh, light armor and shield. Um, but during this fight, it seems like he got disarmed or he disarmed himself by tossing the shield. So he gets a zero when he's disarmed. Okay. So 1.5, 1.5 armory when he's armed, and then zero again, like when he's not armed. All right. So cool. just giving the, giving you an idea of what we're dealing with here. Now the toughness category. I think uh Ryu out of all the Street Fighters roster is a pretty tough dude. Uh, I think he can withstand like kicks to, to the torso. Uh, sweeps, even uh, some occasional uh, uh, swings to the head. But I think uh, overall, he's pretty resilient. Um, he's still a very base level human, though. So we, I got to give him a 1.5 here. It's it's not extraordinarily human. He's he's He can resist a lot what's thrown at him. So 1.5. Hmm. So you give him a 1.5 despite the, despite the fact that he's probably one of the toughest characters in street fighter i can't give him a two because it's not extraordinarily human um mm. in 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 various uh scenarios that i've seen ryu either in an anime or in marvel versus capcom he's still human right you 
you put him up against a supernatural thing, he's going to, uh, as as the kids would say, fold. Okay. Well, here's a question for you then, because I'm kind of debating his toughness. Uh, in a dark Hado state. Oh, then it increases. Then he's like, from 1.5, now he's like a 2, maybe even a 3. Because that's, that's a next level. Dark Hado state brings out more from Ryu. See, I would think if he's fighting Cap, he's going to get... It seems like he will get overwhelmed by uh, not a whole lot, but just by enough, right? Cap is just so almost Cap is would be a little bit too much for him, right? Because of the superhuman, uh, superhuman strength, superhuman speed, all this other stuff. Ryu could probably hang in there for a little bit, but not for long. So I'm wondering if if Ryu is in there and he's getting his butt whooped, he's gonna sense that he's gonna want to tap into that dark hado, right? Probably. He'll probably increase. Or, wait, let, let, let me let you do your toughness, and then we'll go into the other factor as to why I think Ryu can can forego the Dark Hado, assuming, assuming things go right. But let me let me let you do the toughness. Okay. All right, so Cap's going to get a toughness of two. Again, a lot of this is based just on he's above superhuman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's still not... He's still human, <laughs> you know. He can still take, uh, he can still take damage despite his healing factor. He still can receive damage. Yeah. Um, but uh, if, that being said, despite his uh, uh, his regeneration, uh, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna put him at a two. Uh, at a and solid think, two. Yeah, I think your two is warranted because uh, in one of the comics. Uh, None, no, uh, your one of your favorite mutants, uh, Gambit, uh, was able to charge uh, Steve's armor and just like, and you know, uh, Gambit's power is, uh, as Luis uh, for the audience, Gambit's power is to be able to charge anything that's not moving, fill it with kinetic energy into explosive kinetic energy, and Gambit can give a little bit or overwhelm it. Uh, in this particular uh, comic, it's called Avengers versus X Men. Gambit had the uh, had uh, drawn the card to take on uh, Cap to slow him down. Uh, Gambit just grabs onto uh, Cap's armor and he's like, you know what? I'm going to charge this thing until I cannot charge it anymore. And literally the armor blows up in Steve's face. Uh, unfortunately, Cap, well, unfortunately for Gambit, uh, mm-hmm. Cap survives the blast and he looks at uh, Gambit and he goes, that's a cute trick. And he rushes him. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's undeniable that Cap is just a force to be reckoned with, and his toughness is just, it's up there, but it's not fucking something that's god tier, right? Right. So, I think two's, uh, like you said, it's warranted here. All right. Now let's the X factor. factor. Yeah, let's hit it. X factor. So, here is where I feel like Ryu gets closer to a three. Uh, much like in the vein of Dragon Ball Z, and other uh, anime characters or even characters that are able to conjure a type of um, fireball. I think here is where Ryu really shines as a character. Uh, so his his move is the Hadouken. The Hadouken comes in varying levels from one through four. One being the short Hadouken just to kind of help, help create space. The other two are more medium size, more medium range Hadoukens to really damage the other one, the other character, the other opponent. 
And then his final uh, Hadouken wave is to overwhelm not only the defenses, but to break down the opponent to the very spiritual level to level them. Mm. No pun intended. So depending on, Uh, again, I've, I've, I've seen the comic book version, the video game versions, and in the Marvel versus Capcom series, he's probably got the strongest uh, energy wave out of our everybody right right next to Iron Man, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm going two point huh? five, yeah, two point five for X Factor here for Ryu. Okay, so you're counting his like uh, his key blast or his yep uh, kind of like power up uh, attacks as a X Factor. Yep. All right. Um, well, again, it's no, it's 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 a no, sh- it's no shocker, no fucking. Uh, surprise that uh, for Cap, I think his X factor is again his uh, superhuman form. Um, I think, I think just being a super soldier uh, puts him at a solid two again uh, for X factor, and just going against going against just a regular Joe Schmo going against a super soldier, it's kind of like you're asking for your own death wish, right? You're kind of just yeah. asking. And I think putting him at a two again is uh, is also warranted here. Solid All right. Two. Solid two. So let's total them up. What we got? I have Ryu at 11. Okay, so I got two scores for Cap. So a total of 13 points when he has his shield. Okay. When he doesn't have his shield, he drops to 11.5. So, and during this fight, it seems like he's disarmed. So you got Ryu at 11. Uh, I'm guessing he's reaching into Darkado. And then you got Cap at 11.5 disarmed. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I think this is, dude, I think this is the closest fight we've had so far with like numbers. It definitely is. I can see this fight unfold. Uh, and Luis and I were talking about this. Off off uh, the show, uh, we were we were kind of going back and forth on this discussion, and I honestly land on a possible a possible double KO here, a double knockout, a double knockout, huh? See, man, you know what? I'm kind of going for I'm kind of going for the underdog. Not gonna lie, despite the despite the points and the total, I do think Ryu has it in him. Ryu if he taps into that, that Doc State, yeah, yeah, I think he has it in him. Just enough to either KO Steve Rogers for a while, make make him go unconscious for a while, or at least harm him enough to where he drops to a knee. I can see that happening. Um, but a damn a double KO, how would that look like? To me, it's uh, both fighters. You know, it, it, they land crucial blows, uh, and makes the other uh, makes both of them stagger, right? And as they stagger, they realize, oh. This 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 right here. This is my my prime opportunity to get this guy and sit him down. And both of them, because they're brilliant fighters, one cap being like very tactical, very aware of the situation, and Ryu being just again uh, brawler smarts. He understands where he's at with the fight. I think both of them think of the same strategy and uh, land a a what would you call it? One of those flash punches uh um, both of them thinking the exact same thing and that's what ends the fight 
That's the double KO. I mean, shit, with, with the numbers being so close, I, I want to agree with you. I want to agree that it's possible for a double KO, or at least for both of them to knock the, the you know, knock the wind out of each other or to fucking just go to a knee right, yeah. to damage each other. Right. Um, so I think Cap knows that he can dominate Ryu. And because, because of this thought, because of that arrogance, I think that Ryu could catch Cap with a, a, like a flash punch, a flash KO, and that's how Cap loses to me. Okay. How about we throw it out to the audience? Let, let, let's, let's throw it out to the audience to see who they think is the winner for this fight, and we'll award the person who picked the fighter the dub for this season. How's that? Dub for the season? Yep. I mean, no, no, is, not for the season. The the dub for this fight in particular. Oh, well, this this is the closest we've had so far. Yeah, this is the, and I think we 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 hesitate to call a winner because this is very 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 close. These are two straight up brawlers, right? So I say let's throw it out for the audience. Let them tell us who they think is going to win, and then we'll announce it on the next episode. Yeah, sounds fair. All right, let's man. Do let's do that. Winner will uh, get the dub for this fight. Will it be you or will it be me? Who knows? This is also a ripe scenario. We will also accept to the audience. We will accept a double KO. So if it's 50-50 right down the middle, we'll declare it a, a, a double KO. But if it slightly leans to one or the other, we'll declare that as a win. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair, man. All right. Sounds good. Uh, what do you think then? So should we, do we call it? Yeah, let's call it. All right. Well, shit. Damn, what a callback from season one. I know, right? Uh, well, everyone, uh, I don't know what you guys are going to think about uh, this last 1v1 or this the one we just finished, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. And um, yeah, uh, let me just uh, close off by saying uh, realize your realization of reality. Um, I, I can't stress that enough. I think it's very important that we work on our own individual levels of consciousness and strive to be aware of the moments that pass us by. Well said, Luis. Hey folks, the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists currently has the Doomsday Clock set at 90 seconds to midnight. We should make every effort to be a little bit more conscious of one another. Thank you all so much for listening. Yep, thanks. Vote for me! No, vote for me. Vote Ryu. Well, whatever. Please like, share, and subscribe to the Fifth Dimension Podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. The Fifth Dimension Podcast is Fernando Rivas and Jose Rivas, consultants. Luis Rivas, script supervisor, music composer, performer, and co-host. Juan Rivas, producer pre- and post-production editor and co-host. The Fifth Dimension Podcast is a production of the Authentic Voices Network, LLC.